All right, all right, all right. Who's ready to get naked? Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Let's, Let's Get, get naked, naked podcast, where we strip down all the layers of insecurity in order to have open and honest conversations about all things surrounding love and money. We're your hosts, Ama and Saeed Shabazz. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Naked. Today's episode is support. It's a big one here. All right, so as usual, we're going to get started with our rapid fire. I'm going to ask the questions first. Um, you're going to answer. Here we go. Do you feel like you got the support you wanted or needed when you were younger? I feel like my parents really tried to give me the support that they felt I needed. I didn't always feel supported because I didn't always feel understood. Mm. And I think that's a very big factor in being able to support someone, to truly support someone, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yes or no? Okay, understanding is huge. I get it. All right, how do you show your support for others? How do I show my support? I, I have people's back. That's how I show my support. I root people on. Any any time I feel like someone's doing something and, and I can step in and help in any sort of way, I try to do that. And it's usually the more I love you, <laughs> the more like I am down for you 110%. So, you know, yeah, I, I'll say that. I, I just, you know, try to have people's backs as much as possible. When they need it. Okay. How do you like to be supported? That's a strong one. I like to be supported. I like to be understood first. Mm -hmm. And I also like, you know, for people to, like you did earlier today in in our um, hike, when I didn't feel like I could make it, you were there like, just rooting me on and helping me out the whole entire way. That was a great example of the support that I like and that I need. I like to also have people have my back. I think that's very important. Loyalty is is big. Like if I don't fuck with somebody, <laughs> I'ma need you to have my back on that, right? Yeah, I'll say that. I'll okay. start there. We'll start there. We'll okay. we'll get into it okay uh do you feel like i support you in your goals in my goals i for the most part yes mm. okay for the most part and i say for the most part because in the psychology of money episode <laughs> here we go psychology of money episode i felt like I didn't feel supported in my goals. I felt like you looked at them like something so outlandish in that, you know, that I should not have been trying to attain at the time. Okay. So in in that, I didn't feel supported. And we can talk about that a little bit more in depth after. Okay. Final question. Is there anything I could do to support you better? Hmm understand try to understand me and I and it's not all your fault because 
I need to share more and I need to bring you in, let you in more in order for you to fully understand. So it's a two-way street. Like it's not, it's not all on you. Okay. Long as we know. <laughs> all right, it's on you. Let's go. <clears throat> um, do you feel like you got the support you wanted or needed when you were younger? When I was younger, definitely. I think my parents and my support group, family, friends, things like that, um, definitely supported me. My mother did a great job of keeping positive people around us. Okay. How do you show your support for others? I give them love, inspiration, um, encouragement. I'm that friend. I, I got a, actually, I got a buddy of mine. I got a couple friends. I actually got a handful. Shout out to my ASU, uh, ASU crew and my theater family, man. We, I think the people that I have around me are amazing supporters for the most part. But yeah, I, I, we, I, I learn from others and I, I just try to love, you know, encourage you if you, Got a business, like, bet I'll post it on my page. You know, I'll go and like it. Whatever you need me to do, I try to be there for you um, and provide that. How do you like to be supported? Mm. I like to, I think you hit it on the head when you said understanding. Understanding is key. But I would say encouragement, um, positive words. If it's a business, you know, post it, tag, whatever, share. Um, if it's something that you support, and if you support me, then I would assume you support what I'm doing. Understanding is, is I think, a through line that I would say is important there. I'll stick with understand me and love me and what I'm doing. Hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like I support you in your goals? Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything I could do to support you better? I would say understanding. Yeah. Um, and I, that's a hard one because understanding means putting aside your own belief to essentially try on the other person's beliefs and say, okay, I can see that. Mm -hmm. Or I can see why they do this. I can see why they think about it this way. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's challenging because we have, we all have our own beliefs, upbringings, and things that we believe in, and that oftentimes dictates what we believe. But if you put, just take a step outside of your own form, and pretend to be in the form of somebody else, and understand where they came from, what they've been through, what they've learned, and be that person. And say, oh, okay, I get why they did X, Y, and Z. That's huge mm -hmm. to really get that. You mm -hmm. know, people say, oh, I get you. But if you can articulate, oh, you know what? You did grow up in a single parent home and you had, you know, whatever your experiences were, being able to regurgitate that and say, so with all of that, I get why you think or believe or feel X, Y, and Z. It puts the person on the receiving end at peace, knowing that, okay, I'm not alone. I'm not crazy for feeling the way I feel. You may not agree with it, but if you understand how this situation and that situation got me here, 
then we got something to talk about mm -hmm. versus that don't make sense. Why do you do it's Well, take a second and think about it. I think that's something that's that's missing in understanding and supporting people. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're going to take it back a little bit. <laughs> I decided that I wanted to do this support episode right after we did the psychology of money because I was listening well, to... after America. Well, no, I actually decided this after psychology of money. We were supposed to do this right after that, but right. then... America happened and then. <laughs> right. So that's why we're doing it now. But anyway, I was listening to this other podcast that we listened to. It's called QOD, Quote of the Day. Quote of the Day show. Um, by, who is it? Sean, Sean Croxton. Croxton. Yeah, check that out. Dope, man. Like, our brother's on it. Like, I, we've been following him for a minute now, listening to his stuff. Great work. Right. Okay. And um, something that I heard in that in one of the episodes, I wish I could remember exactly which episode it was to share, but it was talking about how admitting where you truly want to get to from where you currently are for many people can be embarrassing, right? And it sort of just was like, oh, that's why, that's why I was feeling, I, I lashed out at Saeed the way that I did because I... You know, we were discussing like where I wanted to get to from where um, or where I wanted to get to from where I currently was. And I've, I've had situations where people would like hear my goals and not be supportive or tell me you're not going to do this or you cannot do this. And, and that's sort of how I felt in that moment. I don't think that that's what you were meaning. You that wasn't your intention, but that's how I felt, mm -hmm. and that's that's it. It didn't dawn on me until after until I heard this that episode of the podcast right. um, that that was how I was feeling. Sharing your goals can be very um, embarrassing for people. Do you ever ever feel uh, that? Yes and no. I've realized I grew up I, in, in coming out of high school, I, I told people that I wanted to do social work because telling people that I wanted to study theater sounded like, you know, coming out of Alabama, it sounded like, what What do you mean theater? Anybody, you know, it wasn't a huge community in Alabama like that. So right. I would, you know, lead with, oh, when I go to college, I'm going to study social work and theater. So that way. They heard social work first. Mm -hmm. And theater's like, oh, you like to do that. Okay, that's mm -hmm. fine. It was a bit uncomfortable and kind of revealing in a sense because I know, I knew how people in the South specifically felt about theater and acting and it, that a lot of people didn't make it from the South. So to share that with somebody from there, it was like, let me soften it for you because I don't need... But see, I, I was softening for the listener because... I didn't want your opinion. Right. Okay. You asked me, so I'm gonna give you an answer that you can stomach. Right. But I knew what I what my mission and purpose was and is. So I would just tailor it to appease everyone in a sense. That's funny that you say that because there was another note that I wrote down from that episode. It was like you can't tell your big dreams to small minded people. Mm -hmm. And 
growing up, that's how I felt. I felt very similar to what you were saying. Even with my parents, like I, we were talking about, um, do you feel supported or did you feel supported when you were younger? The reason why I didn't is because like, I felt like it took my parents a while to come you know, around to um, just supporting me in my dreams of entertainment. Um, especially my dad, I feel like he just really wanted me to do something that was going to make money. <laughs> um, and so I chose marketing. I didn't pursue it. That's just what I told them that I was doing. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was doing theater and production. And I felt like that was me trying to appease them. Um, because saying theater is like, that's not going to make any money. Like, what are you doing? And then I didn't want to have to hear, oh, you can't do that. Or you're not going to do, you know, this, that, and the other. So that's, you know, sharing your big dreams, Mm -hmm. being very, you know, can be how scary it can be. Because people will tell you, they'll project their own thoughts Mm -hmm. and feelings about, yeah, onto you and tell you what you cannot do or what you, you know, or how far you can go. Mm -hmm. And, And that's another way that I try to support people. Like, I try very hard not to shit on anyone else's dreams. Because who the fuck am I to say, like, what you can do and how far you can go? Like, that's not my call. That's not my... I'm not... God... (laughs) The things that God can do, I have witnessed. Like, can make something out of absolutely nothing. So who the hell am I to tell you what you can do? If you want to go jump over the moon, go jump over the damn moon. Like, do it. It was a um, a quote. I can't remember the uh, author of this quote, but... It said that family, friends, and close, closely uh, knit people mm-hmm. are people that you should be weary about sharing your dreams with. Mainly because people who love you want to keep you safe and don't want you to get hurt. Right. When you go after a dream that's that seems intangible to people who can't get it, mm-hmm. they don't want you to get hurt or want you to waste your time and or life chasing something that seems impossible. Right. So they'll do what they can to keep you safe. Um, and I get that. I actually, we fell victim to that with my brother. Uh, he He's the youngest out of the four. And when he came out of high school, he wanted to do the military. And I had experienced that in 04, coming out of high school, thinking about doing the military as an option, you know, to pay for school. Never wanted to do the military. I did JROTC. And scouts came to my house and was like, hey, you should be da 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 You can come in, you can get money because you did ROTC and so on and so forth. And this was during uh, Bush, I think the first run or the second run, I forgot. When they were sending bodies back in bags, like like it was going out of style. And I asked them, like, yo, would I have to be deported? They were like, yeah, I'm like, not going, right? Fast forward, five years later, my brother, or four years later, my brother is thinking about doing the military and they were still sending, it wasn't as bad as when I was in school, but it was like, it's still not, it's not the time to go, bro. Like, this, they we're heavy at war. So, myself and my family, we deterred my brother from doing the military. And that's what he wanted to do. That's what he shared that he really wanted to do. But we felt he was better suited to do other things. And, you know, 
I don't, he hasn't really spoke about it much, but I know just from being a human being, you know, if your family stops you from doing something that you say you want to do, it takes away your, your voice as a human being and as an adult to say, I can do what I want to do, but you have all of these people who love you telling you don't do it. You don't want to do this. So I get what, as you say, shitting on someone's dreams can do, you know, it leaves them stuck. Like, well, that's what I wanted to do. Well, what else should I do then if mm -hmm. y'all don't want me to do this? Mm -hmm. It kind of puts people at in a weird place. Mm -hmm. So um, I totally get, you know, what shitting on someone's dreams can do to them. And I understand from a family member's perspective, like, yeah, you know, we just want to keep you safe. But at the same time, if somebody wants to go out and be a superhero and they can save lives and you want to keep their lives safe, but they can save a lot of other people's lives, who are you to stop them, right. you know? So that was a lesson learned for me specifically. You know, if that's what you want to do, all I can do is give you the tools and the information that you need to be the best at whatever it is you're going to do. If I have any information, if not, I the only thing I should say is follow your heart and I wish you the best, man. Yeah, I think a good a good one that we don't as humans don't do enough of. Is how would you like to be supported? Because oftentimes we take what we want yeah. and apply it to someone else. That's very right. True. I I do personal training as well. And one thing I don't do is just tell you, you know, what you're gonna be doing. I'm gonna ask you questions first. What's your goals? Uh, what's your eating habits like? Which I ask you a, a slew of questions before I even start training you. Because what you're going to do when I ask you these questions is tell me what you're doing and what you like to do. And from that, it's up to me to say, okay, they like doing this. They don't like doing that. Let's focus on what they like versus what they don't like. And that way we'll get, you know, fruitful results versus mm -hmm. focusing on what you don't like and then not focusing on what you like. Mm -hmm. You're going to rebel because of focusing on what you don't like. Mm -hmm. So just human behavior. But I think if we got into relationships, friendships, partnerships, parenting, employment, all of it, it works the same way. There's no one cookie cutter way to do anything. That's I, very true. I tell Alma all the time, like, or especially when we first started, you know, taking things seriously. I told her, like, you may, I had to throw away my whole bag of tricks for you because it doesn't work. You're a different person. So what works for you didn't work for the 95% of the other women that I dealt with. So throw this bag away and let me listen and, and pay attention to you. Versus me going, well, this worked for everybody else. What's wrong with you? Nothing's wrong with you. You're an individual. I have to pay attention to you and cater to you based on what you like and what you don't like. Versus being on autopilot and going off of what has worked in the past. You're absolutely right. I think people do that with love as well. You you love somebody how you want to love them as opposed to asking them, like, am I loving you the way that, you know, you want me to love you? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you get the results that you get with that. Yeah. I mean, for example, let's say you feel like cooking for me is your, hypothetically, you say cooking for me is something that you do for me. But I like, my food the way I cook it. Mm -hmm. So you cooking for me isn't a love language. It's more so an obstacle we got to get over because I'm like, 
I want my own food. Mm -hmm. And you might take it as, you know, a shot or a, a jab or disrespect. But to me, I'm just like, it's nothing against you. I just like the way I cook or I like the way this tastes. It has nothing to, you know, saying that you did anything wrong. That's, I have another process going on. Right. So one, a person might say, well, damn, I guess they don't love me. Or you can be open-minded and go, okay, well, what would you like me to do for you? You know, for me, it might be cleaning. It might be words of affirmation. It might be physical touch. It's, it's several different love languages. You just got to find out. That's another episode. Love languages. Yeah. You just got to find out what works for the person that you're with. Mm -hmm. And focus on that. Because if you're focusing on something that doesn't work for them, you're going to get results and you're going to feel like, I'm doing all of this work. And they're like, I didn't ask you to do that. Yeah. And then where are you? Right. So you, you, I think it's important to ask those questions. It's not popular, yes. but that's how you get the bang for your buck. You're <laughs> not wasting time or energy because you know exactly what that person wants. If you know that person wants you to cook for them, why would you cook? It's a waste of time and energy. Spend that energy and time doing something that they would appreciate. I've noticed that for me, the three ways that I like to feel supported, I like when people just take the time and try to understand me and where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. You do that. I also like, like, with my goals, I don't care if, if the distance between where I am and where I want to be is, you know, the distance from here to the moon. Support me. Like, just tell me I got it. No matter what you think, tell me I got it. And if I fail, hold me while I cry. And tell me to go try again. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what I need. Don't care how, you, whatever you think. Whatever you're thinking, keep that shit to yourself, okay? Well, how I want to be supported is for you to do exactly that. I'm not saying, no, I'm not talking directly to you, but that's how I like to be supported. And the third thing is I need you to have my back. <laughs> I feel like, especially with my, this I've noticed a lot with my sister, like, I always have her back. Always have her back. When people are coming at her, like, I always got her back. I'm always there to diffuse the situation. I'm always there to, like, you know. I've just noticed that when the tables are turned, <laughs> there is crickets. And, and I'm just that type of friend, sibling, whatever, that, you know, if... You having a problem with somebody? Like, listen, what we got to do? Who we got to get? Like, who, who, where they at? Let's go get them. You know, I'm that person. And it's nice to have that reciprocated. I dig it. Right? Just, just have my back. That's, that's, like, I got yours, but you have mine. <laughs> and it's so funny you say that because, well, your sister's a Sagittarius, so uh -huh. Quick story. I had a buddy, not even really a friend. The guy, I knew him through people. But he was a cool cat. Went to the club one night. This is uh, many moons ago. But went to the club one night. I'm walking in. I'm scouting the room. Like, okay, bet. I was in Alabama at the time, so I was single. Anyway, I'm scouting the room. Boom, 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 whatever. My boy come up like, yo, I'm glad you're here. I'm like, what's up? He's like, yo, this dude tried to talk to my girl. We got to get him. I was like, wait. He tried to talk to your girl? like, yeah, they was dancing. I'm like, so she was dancing with him. Yeah, he was dancing all up on her. I said, no, no, no. Was she dancing? Yeah. 
Did she stop when he walked up? No. Okay, so you feel some type of way. Yeah. I said, bro, that, that's a you problem, bro. You shouldn't, you should stop calling you a girl. Like, I'm not going to fight somebody because the person that you're claiming doesn't claim you or doesn't treat you like they're claiming you. That's not, a, that's, that's no reason for me to fight. That's reason for me to let you know, let that bitch go and let me find you somebody new. Let's go hit this bar real quick, whatever. So I say that to say, he might've felt like he needed a, a big homie to be like, yeah, let's mob up. I'm not fighting your wars over somebody who don't respect you. So what I say all that to say, <laughs> I know, I know. But my support was, I need to show you what's really happening to let you know what you want to do is not the best choice. <laughs> and there's another way to handle that. Mm -hmm. But everybody is different. I just think that. Yeah, everybody's different. You need to know who you're asking something of or from and who you're with. Because if you're expecting the fighter and you got a peacemaker, yeah, you know, you're asking somebody to be outside of their natural form. So support is one of those things where it goes both ways. You have to know who you're asking something from. Okay, so let's let's take it this way, because I'm I'm not asking her to be a fighter. I'm the fighter. Right. I'm the fighter. I'm the one who's always like, hey, listen. But still have my back in the way that you you get what I'm saying. Like instead of instead of like even even with family situations, I'm not about to fight my family. But I will defuse a situation. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I will defuse a situation, okay. right? Can she do that? Can can she not defuse a situation? You get what I'm saying. I I get that. And say, oh, I get what she's saying. Because mm -hmm. there there have been several times where I felt like she was wrong. But I'd be like, listen, she feels this way. You know, you might not understand it, but she's feeling this way. I feel like she's wrong right now. But like, there, there is, there is middle ground. There's different ways to handle it. There are. And 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 having somebody's back doesn't always mean fighting. But that's the way that I do it. <laughs> I've always been like, hey, you know, who we gotta go fuck up? Like, you know, what we gotta do? That's me. I'm not expecting her to do that. But just have my back. Understand where I'm coming from. You get what I'm saying? I dig it. That's it. And you know what's crazy? People feel like, because people will, will not do that, right? Not uh, stand up for you or, you know, kind of campaign for you. Like, well, I get what she's saying, but, you know, what you're saying, blah, blah, blah. But they feel like they're still supporting you. And it's, it's, it's you know, we all have our own gauge on how we support but you want to it's i think it's important to have a conversation with everybody in your circle and figure out if you don't already if you have a hard time picking up on on nuances and um, characteristics mm -hmm. ask them i don't see what's so wrong about that ask somebody how they would like to be what I, I think is is easier if you ask them first. Right. Hey, how do you like to be supported? Mm -hmm. Right. Open up the conversation. So when it's your turn, you know, hey, you know how I like to be supported. Mm -hmm. Boom. Now you can streamline exactly what you want and figure out if they're that friend that you want to support you. Right. Or if you need to take the energy elsewhere. But it's more specifically in a relationship, when asking for support from your spouse or partner 
it's important to take in consideration them because you're asking them to essentially campaign for you in a sense. You just want to make sure that their morals are in line with the way you want to be supported. Because like you say, you're the fighter. But if you're the fighter and you expect, you know, to be with another fighter and you're not, you're with the peacemaker, that could cause problems, right? <laughs> in general. Okay, okay. I've been in a situation where a girl was like, you're not going to check him. I'm like, you started this shit. Like, what you want me to do? Mm. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting nobody's foolishness. Whoop somebody ass because you were talking shit to them and they booked at you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> are you handling your shit, man? Uh, but no, it's... It, it, you ain't got to worry about that. I'm gangsta. I fight my own battles. <laughs> a lot of us. Half of the time, it don't, it don't have to end up in a fight because words words can be formed in many different ways. Um, so if you can throw words out as a dagger, you can throw words out as a heart, too. That's all I'm saying. Um... But no, I, 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 I do think it is really important to figure out, A, who you're with, and then B, knowing yourself. Um, and that should be A, actually. You want to know yourself because if you don't know how you like to be supported, how can you expect somebody else to support you? Right, right. So, um, yeah, figure that out. Figure that out. I've had to sort of learn that I cannot expect Saeed to support me the way that I want to be supported if one I'm not sharing, I'm not letting him in, I'm not opening up and discussing, you know, intricate details with him about, you know, how I feel in certain situations or how I do want to be supported in certain situations. I can't expect that from him if we don't talk about it. So opening up has been a big, big factor in in receiving the support that I, you know, I need or want. Appreciate it. One thing that I'm a huge, I'm, 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 I'm big against is the representative concept, right? You know, when you're dating somebody and you bring your representative because you want to be the best you, stop, stop, stop. Just be yourself. Um, and I've heard people say, that's easier said than done. People who know me know I've been myself my whole life. I'm not putting on a front to make you feel like, nah, that you're going to meet who you're going to be with, <laughs> and that's what it's going to be. Um, when you present your truest self, that gives people more time to get to know the real you versus getting to know your re the best you, and then later on, they got to realize who the real you is and then adjust to that when they've already fallen in love with your representative. I can't support you if I don't know you. I can't know you if you're not showing me who you are. I'm not saying pull up in in a in a bonnet and some house shoes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, for guys, you know, I pull up in a do rag and your slides on with the, like, you know, be presentable, but let somebody know who you are. Because the worst thing you want to do is present this dapper individual, and then your spouse find out that. Um, you have a hard time keeping the job or you have um, <laughs> a crazy past, whatever your situation is, it's best to present it up front versus 
showing the best you, having a person fall in love with you. And then three months later, they found out the real you and then they want to leave you. And you feel like, oh, I can't find a good person because you're not presenting you. You're presenting a good person and that's not truly who you are in this, in, in this totality. We're all good people in some facets and we're all bad people in some area. But you're a whole person. Show your whole self. And then somebody can support you when they know who you really are. Okay. Does I was wondering sense? where that was going. Yeah. But okay, yeah. I Full guess. circle. Yeah. You can only support somebody if you know them. Facts. Well, it's easier to support somebody when you know them. Facts. Yes. Just to bring it on home. I feel like if, and this is, well, whatever. It's been happening forever. If America understood what blacks and browns were going through, there wouldn't be so much craziness because they'd be able to support us in our mission for equality. Notice I, I equality, not privilege, equality. Then a lot of what's happening in the world wouldn't be such um, wouldn't be so strange because you would understand you being those who don't understand and support uh, the black initiative. You would get what we're saying because you understand where we're coming from in our perspective and you will be able to support us better and say, damn, mm -hmm. this is messed up. Why don't we just let you live like a regular human being? Stop trying to kill you and call you all of these things that don't apply because just like any other race, we encompass every uh, demographics, creatives, entrepreneurs, business people, mothers, fathers, sons, daughters, nieces, nephews, uncles, criminals, uh, engineers, pioneers. We're all of those things. We're not just one. And if all you heard from that is criminals, that's because you're programmed, so you need to check your programming. Try to get an understanding of those who you dislike or deem unworthy. And maybe you'll get an understanding of them as a human being and see that we all have challenges, we all have struggles, we all have lives that are different, but still important. So yeah, man, it, it goes beyond a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. This is business. This mm -hmm. is personal. This is interpersonal. It covers all facets, even as a parent. Yeah. Like it goes across the board. Everybody needs support. And we all need to be understood in order to be effectively supported. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, man. Else I just never would have even had this conversation. <laughs> like I, I, I appreciate. I feel like I appreciate this podcast that much more because I never would have even thought to have this conversation with you or, or with anybody, with my family members or anything like that. Just how do you like to be supported? You know, mm -hmm. I think we take that for granted so much um, as people. Just in general, but like I, I, I do feel 
like now being aware, I would like to start having this conversation with more people. Mm-hmm. Just just to create a better better relationships, yeah. you know, and a better environment all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if, if you feel like you're you have a group of let's say three people mm-hmm. that you know, you've had this conversation with, you know how they support you, mm-hmm. that's your circle, mm-hmm. right? So no matter what happens in life, in the world, you know you have these three people, hypothetically, that you know, I told you how I want to be supported. You told me we know how to dialogue, so I'm going to call you every time. Mm -hmm. Um, That's huge. Mm -hmm. And sometimes a conversation doesn't need to be had. Sometimes it does. You know, sometimes you just connect with somebody and they just get you. Mm -hmm. And I think we, as a culture, we focus on that a lot more because it's easier. I want to talk to somebody who I don't have to ask, how do you like to be supported? Because that's a vulnerable question that requires a vulnerable answer. But if we're all, I'm cool, I'm good, I'm fine, then nobody wants to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. You know who's cool? Dead people are cool. Physically, (laughs) there's a corpse that no longer has a soul and the body cools down because there's no pulse. That's a cool person. I'm alive. I'm not cool. I'm emotional. I'm a, like I'm all of those. I'm a human being, right? So let's stop trying to be cool. And let's be people. Right. Let's ask questions that we want to know the answer to. That makes me think about something. Um, I forgot. I was listening to something recently. And they said, the question, how are you doing, is an overly used question and an under- uh, answered question. Right. Because what's the most common answer that you get from how you doing? Fine. Fine. I'm good. You know, living my best life. Mm-hmm. YOLO. Whatever term falls off your tongue. But the reality of it is how I'm doing. I'm fighting for my life, man. I'm a black man in America. Like, you know what I'm saying? So there's a convoluted answer to that. But because we're trying to be courteous, mm-hmm. we give the simple easily digested answer i'm fine i'm good i'm straight all is well i'm blessed which all of which might be true but as an entire person there may be something that's really on your heart and on your mind and i think we should get past this surface that we're all living on let's call it instagram where we're living our best life all the time 24 7 and nothing challenging, bad, frustrating, painful, embarrassing ever happens. Let's be real human beings and not put on a facade. Because the thing about a facade is, or the mask that you wear, it has to come off. And then at what point are you being your true self? And who do you let see your true self? And why do you hide your true self if that's truly who you are? I challenge you guys, man. I challenge us to be your truest self, to be uncomfortable, be comfortable being uncomfortable. And let's start having difficult conversations so they're no longer difficult. Agreed. Uh, before we wrap this up, I want to give another shout out to our Patreon, Earl Gray. Appreciate you, brother. You got your shirts. We got some more coming out, so you will be getting more. Guys, don't be shy. We love Patreon members. <laughs> what that means is uh, you pay a monthly subscription 
and you help us to continue to put out content like this, travel, get more products for you guys, everything. We love what we do. We love it even more if we got paid for it. <laughs> but on all seriousness, guys, please like, share, subscribe, comment if there's something that we said that struck a nerve or something that we didn't say that you feel like might be poignant, please. Feel free to let us know. Let us know. We're here with you guys, growing, learning, mm -hmm. loving. Thank you guys again for joining in to another episode of Let's, Let's Get, Get Naked. Naked. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'd like to invite you all to get naked with us and follow us on Instagram at The Real Let's Get Naked. You can also DM us any questions that you might have and we just might answer them on the podcast. Also, feel free to go to our website where you can ask us questions as well at strongertogetherproductions.com.